Hello and welcome to the Decorum Talking Newspaper for the week ending Saturday the 25th of February 2023. This is Rod and your other readers are Tom, Jane and Norma. The editor this week is Kevin and our technician this week is Andrew. This week is Team 2. Most of our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Berkhampstead and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442 unless stated otherwise. This week's headline is Special Education Support in Crisis, Police Secure Closure Order on a Property. These and other stories follow. Hello, this is Norma. The main story tonight is Special Education Support in Crisis. The education, health and care plan system in Hertfordshire is in crisis, parents have said. One Hemel Hempstead mum has spoken out about how she and her husband had to give up their hobbies to homeschool their daughter, who lives with anxiety and autism. While another compared her fight for support for her daughter to being in an abusive relationship. We are listening to families and we understand their frustrations, Hertfordshire County Council said. There are currently more than 7,000 Education, Health and Care Plans, or EHCPs, in place in Hertfordshire. EHCPs are supposed to provide learners with special educational needs and disabilities, or SEND, with access classes, courses, training and therapies to help them in their school careers and beyond. Hertfordshire County Council is responsible for identifying and assessing children's special educational needs. But Emma from Hemel Hempstead said, My husband and I have had to give up our hobbies to homeschool Jessica, our daughter. She lives with anxiety and autism. Her EHCP was issued in June 2021 following a tribunal, she explained. Her plan has never been reviewed. Jessica withdrew from formal education in September 2021, but by the start of the following school year, she began to show an interest in going back to school. It took a further four months before Hertfordshire County Council's home education team stepped in at Emma's request. Home educating has been tough, Emma said. I don't regret making the decision, as it was what Jess needed, but it has been tough. I've still worked throughout, and I've had to give up hobbies to be able to educate her. We have had no support until now, so all care has been on myself and my husband, 24-7. Hello, this is Tom. According to a government code of practice, local authorities must review EHCPs as a minimum every 12 months. But a Freedom of Information request revealed that out of the 2,403 Hertfordshire EHCPs for under-18s, which were 12 months old or older at the end of the 2022 summer holiday, 49% of them had not been reviewed for at least a year. The Council also surveyed 6,457 plans which were in place at a snapshot point in the 2021-2022 academic year. 
more than 4,260 of these plans were reviewed at some point in that year, but a third, 2,194 plans, were not. One mother from Hemel, who fears unveiling her name would lead to repercussions, said, I am at the very beginning of the EHCP process. I have had to fight to get my daughter the support and education she needs to have a normal life. I am worried if I am named, Hertfordshire County Council will make life harder for me. The whole experience has been horrific and similar to an abusive relationship. Marichke Miles, chair of the National Union of Head Teachers, Send Sector Council, said, it is not just Hertfordshire which is facing a crisis. Ms Miles said, this is a serious issue across the country. It reflects the unsustainable pressure being put upon overworked school staff who review the plans, the undercapacity specialist services which feed into them, and ultimately, the local authorities responsible for updating them. Hello, this is Jane. Local authorities have faced a big increase in numbers of EHC plans due to both the pandemic and the extension of plans until the age of 25, back in 2014. At the same time, councils are struggling to recruit and retrain staff crucial to the process, like educational psychologists and caseworkers, a situation compounded by the stress staff face. As a result, there is a heavy reliance on agency staff in some areas. Some children with SEND have not had their plans substantially updated for consecutive years due to the erosion of local authority capacity. This is completely unacceptable. The government has consulted on extending deadlines, but that doesn't address the root cause of the problem, namely the chronic lack of funding for the entire system, which means many children and families are being badly let down. The Freedom of Information request revealed the number of EHCPs held by under-18s leapt by 9% between the 2021 and 21-22 school years, from 6,587 to 7,177. We are listening to families and we understand their frustrations, a Hertfordshire County Council spokesman said. We are committed to making sure that young people and their families receive the support they need and deserve and we work in partnership with young people and parents and schools to achieve that end. We know how important this is to families and we share their desire to see every child achieve success in all areas of life. In common with many local authorities, we are experiencing an unprecedented increase in requests for specialist provision with a 47% increase in pupils with education, health and care plans, EHCPs, since 2019, as well as the additional challenges since the pandemic. We are working hard to meet this additional need, but this is a nationwide pressure and there is a shortage of specialist provision that makes it hard to meet everyone's needs. Because of this, we are investing over £50 million over the next three years to ensure we have the right provision in the county to meet the future needs of all our pupils with SEND 
in Hertfordshire. We are committed to creating more than 300 new permanent special school places and we are creating a network of specialist resource provisions in mainstream schools to help children with speech, language, communication and autism to reach their full potential whilst being part of the local school community. We have also increased the funding available through EHCPs by more than 16 million over the last three years to support children with SEND in accessing mainstream education. We're committed to offering the right support at the right time in the right place to deliver our ambitious plans for supporting children and young people with SEND in Hertfordshire. Police secure closure order on property. A closure order has been made on a Hamel Hempstead property linked to suspected drug activity and antisocial behaviour. The order to close a flat in Hosking Court, Malins Avenue, was granted on Monday last week following an application by Decorum Police Community Safety Unit, the CSU. The three-month partial closure order followed numerous complaints from residents about antisocial activity. Granted under the Antisocial Behaviour, Crime and Policing Act of 2014, it states that for the next three months, the only people permitted to enter the property are the tenant, Hightown Housing Association and their agents, and the emergency services. Anyone who breaches the term of the order could face arrest, a fine, imprisonment, or both. Prior to the order being granted, the CSU worked closely with officers from the Borough's Safer Neighbourhood team and Hightown Housing Association, which owns the property, to gather evidence of the antisocial behaviour which was having a detrimental effect on neighbours. Sergeant Mike Saunders from Decorum CSU said... We hope this result will provide some respite from the ongoing issues suffered by the neighbours and improve their quality of life. Our Safer Neighbourhood team colleagues will continue to patrol the area regularly, but in the interim, we have asked neighbours to report any breaches of the order to us as soon as possible so we can take further action if required. If you have information about suspected drug activity and antisocial behaviour in your neighbourhood, Report it online here, speak to an operator in our forced communications room via our online web chat, or call the police on 101. A new social housing development in Hemel Hempstead is to provide 34 one- and two-bedroom apartments. The new social housing block in Adifield has officially been named Eastwick Row with work expected to be completed in winter 2023. The flats, including four designed as wheelchair access homes, will feature as part of a modern seven-storey building, complementing two existing tower buildings. The scheme will also offer car parking for the development and community landscaped open spaces. The Coram Borough Council is also providing further much-needed affordable housing with a development at Mount Batten View in St Albans Road, Hemel Hempstead. The development is adjacent to a large wildlife area known as Paradise Fields 
and an existing wood to the northern boundary. Berkhamsted couple's dog flown 3,000 miles in wrong direction. British Airways accidentally flew a dog belonging to a Berkhamsted couple to Saudi Arabia, 3,000 miles in the wrong direction. Madison and James Miller were relocating from the town to Nashville, Tennessee and assumed their five-year-old black Labrador, Bluebell, was in the hold. But when the couple went to the airport office to collect Bluebell, they were told that a mix-up at Heathrow meant their pet was on a flight to Riyadh, the capital of Saudi Arabia. Bluebell was caged for 60 hours, flew 10,000 miles and had a 20-minute walk and vet check in Riyadh before arriving in Nashville. The couple asked British Airways to pay for her medication and rehabilitation. A spokesperson for IAG Cargo, BA's cargo partner, said... We are very sorry for the recent error that occurred during Bluebell's trip to Nashville. We take the responsibility of caring for people's loved animals very seriously and are investigating how the redirection happened. Whilst Bluebell's route was longer than it should have been, we ensured she was on the flight back to Nashville from London Heathrow. During her time with us, she received refreshments frequently and had time outside to stretch her legs including regular walks and eight hours with the team at the Heathrow Animal Reception Centre, who cared for her. Police have released CCTV images of a woman after an attempted mobile phone theft in a Hemel store. Hearts Police want to identify the woman following the attempted theft inside Savers in the Marlowe's shopping centre. The incident occurred at around 4.30pm on Saturday, February the 11th. It is reported that someone attempted to take a mobile phone from a woman's pocket before walking out of the store and leaving the shopping centre via the north doors. Nothing was reported as stolen. PCSO William Little of the Decorum Safer Neighbourhood team said, Our inquiries are continuing and we are releasing these CCTV images because we believe the woman pictured may have been in the area at the time and could assist with our investigation. If this is you or you recognise her, please get in touch. Information can be reported online at hearts.police.uk forward slash report. You can also report information anonymously to Crime Stoppers on 0800 555 111 or via uk.org. Businesses teach school pupils how to land a job. More than 200 Year 10 pupils from a Berkhamsted school were given advice on how to land a job at a special event this month. The 240 students from Ashland School took part in an employability skills event on February the 10th, organised and run by Connect Decorum. Groups of pupils were given a helping hand by a local business or charity with CV writing and interview skills. The event was interactive for the pupils, 
interviewing their facilitators before moving on to looking in more detail at their own CVs and giving advice. The second half concentrated on interview skills with mock interviews and also a fun speed interviewing game. The pupils came away with a lot of helpful feedback and advice directly from employers about what they look for in a CV, a covering letter, and throughout the interviewing process. Cindy Withy, the manager of Connect Decorum, praised the pupils and facilitators for a great day. Ashland School will be very proud of their Year 10s who were engaged in the session. It's a pleasure for Connect Decorum to organise these events as it benefits the pupils but is also very rewarding for our facilitators to help shape the future workforce. The pupils also completed a feedback sheet at the end of the day. One wrote, When I go to a job interview, I will know to wear smart clothes, sit up straight, and give detailed answers. I'll practice the answers beforehand. Another said, I've learned how to present myself in an interview and what qualities an interviewer is looking for. This was a fantastic experience for our students to engage with local employers and to learn key employability skills, said Becky Lambert, careers leader, Ashland School. The facilitators came from a wide variety of backgrounds and businesses, all willing to give up their time to help shape the future generation and pass on valuable advice. Mark Freer from Heads Up and Freer said, it's always a great experience to work with teenagers to understand some of the career challenges they have and to have a positive impact, giving them ideas, tools and confidence to move forward. If there are any businesses who would like their staff to be involved and become a facilitator for these events in future, contact Cindy Withy at Connect Decorum on cindy at communityactiondecorum.org.uk. The Marlowe's Shopping Centre has named the British Heart Foundation as its new Charity of the Year. <clears throat> the Shopping Centre showcases its charitable ethos with yearly collaborations with a selected charity, helping to spread the word about its projects and goals and fundraising for the cause. The British Heart Foundation funds life-saving research into all heart and circulatory diseases, including heart disease, stroke, vascular dementia, and its risk factors, including high blood pressure and diabetes. It also works to save lives by educating people on how they can make a difference through CPR training and workplace well-being courses. The year-long partnership will kick off with a Red Week for British Heart Foundation across its social media, which will start on Monday, March the 6th. Nicola Reevy, British Heart Foundation's fundraising manager for Hertfordshire, said, We are so grateful that the Marlows in Hemel Hempstead has chosen us as their charity of the year. We are looking forward to working with the team and the customers at the Marlowe's to raise vital funds for life-saving heart research. For more than 60 years, the British Heart Foundation has funded research that has turned ideas that once seemed like science fiction into treatments and cures that save lives every day. 
But millions of people are still waiting for the next breakthrough. It is only thanks to the generous support of companies like the Marlowe's that we can keep the research going and discover the treatments and cures of the future. Humphrey Mwanza, Centre Manager at the Marlowe's, added, We are so lucky to have worked with so many fantastic charities over the years here at the Marlowe's. And this year we are so excited to share that we will be working with the British Heart Foundation. We will be supporting this brilliant charity with their monthly campaigns in the centre and across social media and encourage our shoppers to showcase their generosity for our fundraising events where they can. This research will have a direct impact on our lives and the lives of those in our community, so it seemed a perfect pairing. We look forward to working with their team. Survivors of the devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria will be receiving vital emergency supplies thanks to a £60,000 grant from Freemasons. Hertfordshire Freemasons, along with other Freemasons from across the country, are making the donation to the British Red Cross UK for UNHCR and UNICEF, who are leading the relief effort on the ground. More than 40,000 people are confirmed to have died in the two quakes, which have devastated large areas of southwest Turkey and across the border in Syria. Tens of thousands of survivors are sleeping in the open, are sleeping in, the open in temperatures which have fallen well below zero. Snow is falling in some parts as the region experiences colder than average winter weather, which is also hampering rescue efforts. Damage from the quake has affected at least seven provinces in Turkey, as well as across northwest Syria. Thousands of homes have been destroyed, displacing families and schools, hospitals and other medical and educational facilities, which will have been damaged or destroyed by the quakes. Potential damage to roads and critical infrastructure will also complicate, complicate the wider humanitarian response. The grant comes through the Masonic Charitable Foundation, which is funded by Freemasons, their families and friends. Luke Tredgett, Head of Emergencies from the British Red Cross said, We are very grateful for this generous grant, which will allow us to provide immediate emergency relief to people who are in desperate need. This disaster has devastated vast areas of both countries and left millions of people in urgent need of help. Education Trailblazer. A teacher from Boxmoor was proud to receive her MBE from King Charles at Windsor Castle. Yvonne Davies was honoured with the award for services to education in June 2022. And on February the 14th, she was handed the insignia by His Majesty the King. Yvonne also attended the Queen's funeral at Westminster Abbey, describing it as illuminating, emotional and reflective. Yvonne has served 44 years in education as a teacher, primary school advisor, Ofsted inspector and head teacher in Hertfordshire. Despite retiring in 2020, she continues to support schools, coach future school leaders, mentors university students and is the founder of the charity ICANE 
Foundation, empowering children, young people and families to broaden their opportunities and to achieve their goals. The Education Department said Yvonne is the former head teacher of Oakview Primary and Nursery School in Hatfield. She is a trailblazer in education for teachers from ethnic minority backgrounds. Film shows epic journey. A former pupil of Berkhamsted School features in a new film documenting an epic journey which shines a light on the lives of women in Central Asia. The film, Women Behind the Wheel, previewed at the Edinburgh Film Festival last year and is due to be shown at the Rex Cinema Berkhamsted on March the 12th. Catherine Haig, who was joined by best friend Hannah Congdon on The Adventure of a Lifetime, refers to the feature doc as a road movie with a twist. It was back in 2018 that Catherine and Hannah decided to drive across the remote and potentially dangerous Pamir Highway, the second highest international road on earth. The idea for the film came after a huge response to an Instagram page about the challenge from women across the region keen to be involved. Catherine, who left Berkhamsted School around six years ago to go to university, said, with women behind the wheel and women behind the camera, we used our journey to meet other women along our route. The solo drive took the duo over southern Uzbek deserts, through Tajikistan's Pamir mountain range, climbing over 4,600 metres into Kyrgyzstan with a documentary, marking a radical departure from the typical road trip film. En route, the duo met women from all walks of life, their stories demonstrating as many ups and downs as the drive itself. A 78-year-old gynaecologist recalled the turbulent transition from Soviet rule to independence, with testimonies of domestic abuse, bride kidnapping, and religious extremism exposing the region's complex attitude to women's rights. But, as explained in the film, despite the evident patriarchal oppression in these countries, it's certainly not the whole picture. Stories of female empowerment against all odds emerge, from a group training Tajikistan's first-ever female trekking guides to a feminist collective running workshops on sexual pleasure. The filmmakers released a trailer of the film, stating, We hope it gives a good flavour of the film, crazy driving, incredible scenery, and, most importantly, the diverse stories of local women. It's a huge honour for our film to feature as part of the annual No Man's Land Film Festival, which opens on International Women's Day, March the 8th. Trek in aid of suicide prevention. A man from Hemel Hempstead is hitchhiking to Australia in aid of suicide prevention charities. Andy, 28, set off on his epic journey around the world with no money and just the clothes on his back on January the 14th. He set himself the challenge, selling all his possessions with the aim of relying on the kindness of strangers for food, shelter and travel to help him en route. Andy said, 
Seeking Humankind is the name of my journey and will involve me trekking to Australia relying solely on human kindness. I am travelling without money, depending on interacting with people to support my fundraising mission by providing me with food and shelter. I want to show that even when the odds are stacked against you, you can find a way through, showing my faith in humankind. Andy, who lost a friend to suicide in 2018, added, Suicide and mental health is a topic that I feel strongly about. I want to do something not only to raise money for this cause, but to show people that life is worth living and to help inspire others. I will raise funds for the charity by documenting my journey through social media channels, asking followers to subscribe and make voluntary donations. These will be split equally to the charities I will be supporting. My inspiration for this project is my belief that people are fundamentally kind and generous. With so much uncertainty and fear in the world today, on the news and on social media, I want this to be a project of hope, shining a light on the true nature of people and demonstrating that human kindness is still alive in communities across the world. Through the power of social media, I aim to gain even more followers as I make my way to Australia, raising more awareness and funds around suicide prevention and showing you can use social media for good. All my mates think I'm a bit mad, but they're fully supportive, spreading the word and being there for me. Andy's mum, Deirdre, said, Andy believes there's far too much fear and negativity in the world and he wants to show that there's a lot of good in the world by documenting his journey on YouTube. I honestly believe that what Andy is doing and his message has the ripple effect and we never really truly know the positive impact he is having on people, particularly those of us who are struggling or actually helping those who are in a position to offer help and support and opening conversations about mental health. Andy has already travelled through France, Switzerland, Italy and is currently in Greece. He's raised nearly £5,000 towards his target of £1 million, which he aims to donate to Samaritans Ireland, Samaritans UK and Beyond Blue in Australia. He reckons the trip will take around 18 months to complete. Hospital Charity Launches Appeal Hospitals Charity Raise is asking people to show their love by supporting a new fundraising appeal for West Hearts Hospitals. The appeal aims to raise funds to directly help patients at Watford General, St Albans City and Hemel Hempstead Hospitals. On the charity's wish list are items such as DAB radios to entertain isolated patients, fold-out overnight chairs for relatives wishing to stay alongside their loved ones, and beautiful wall decor to make wards warmer and more homely. These are particularly important for patients whose illness or disease means they need lengthier care and treatment. Charity Chief Executive Samantha Sherratt said, we want patients to be as comfortable as possible when in hospital 
and often it's the little things that make all the difference. Donations could help pay for something big, like a special piece of equipment or the refurbishment of a bereavement room. Equally, donations could help fund small comforts, such as special clocks for patients with dementia, activities for poorly children, or well-being support for hard-working staff. Whatever the need with the West Hearts Hospital's appeal, we can help by working together. Chief Nurse Tracy Carter added, charitable donations already make such a difference, but there's so much more we can do. Will you support our new appeal so that we are able to help patients when they need it most? To find out more, call 07815 459 037. Cheap and easy ways to support your mental health. If your mental health is in decline as winter stretches on, it might be challenging to get professional help. According to the National Audit Office, millions of people with mental health problems are missing out on NHS treatment or face lengthy waits. An estimated 1.2 million people are on the waiting list for community-based NHS mental health services, with 8 million more having mental health needs but not yet in contact. Just like physical health, sometimes seeking professional help is vital. But there's lots we can do to support our mental and emotional well-being, and it doesn't need to cost the earth. 1. Try a gratitude stretch. Take the time to move your body and combine it with something mentally refreshing. Stretch your arms and think of one thing that makes you feel grateful, advises Dr. Audrey Tang, psychologist and author at draudreyt.com. Stretch your legs and think of a person you're grateful for. Then shake out and think of one thing you have to look forward to today. Do this for a week and spend time with the people who come to mind. And don't bother with those who don't. Humans are at their best when we get eight hours of sleep or more, uh, suggests clinical psychologist Dr. Marion Trent. Use dark curtains, no caffeine after midday. Try and sort out your sleep and you will feel better. <clears throat> Number three, get outside and get moving. It sounds like a cliche, but Tang says looking at a tree will make you feel far better than a concrete jungle. It is also important to do something physical, be it stretching or running, she adds. Similarly, fitness expert Laura Williams says, different types of exercise can work in different ways to improve our mental and emotional well-being. Slower paced exercise can help us to unwind and feel more relaxed, while more intense exercise can help us feel more energized. Group exercise is a great way to feel good quickly. You'll get all the physical benefits of exercise and the sense of feeling connected from being part of a group. The sense of belonging and fun that comes from a group effort can have an incredibly positive impact on your day. Plan something to look forward to. It's important, Tang says, to make plans to meet up with friends 
even without going out. Have friends over for coffee and have things to look forward to. Be creative. Tang recommends finding a creative outlet that works for you. She says it's not just about writing poetry or painting. You can be more creative with your hair and clothes. Take part in an activity you normally lead. Say, if you normally coach football, actually play it instead. Have we got brews for you? Everything, sang Jack Buchanan in a cut-glass English accent, impressive for a born-and-bred Scotsman, stops for tea. A lot of water has passed under the bridge and refilled UK kettles since the 1935 musical toast to tannins. But almost a century on, cheering cuppers remain more popular than ever. We Brits daily drinking a hundred million brews. It's a very good English custom, though the weather be cold or hot, when they need a little pick-up, you'll find a little teacup will always hit the spot, as the debonair crooner suggested. A new report confirms nearly six in ten of us find such a hug in a mug relaxing, a fifth claiming refreshing Rosie Lee, our superpower go-to stress buster. Tea Advisory Panel, www.teaadvisorypanel.com, has been able to tap into the nation's zetageist with Take 5, how actioning just five health hacks can unlock your better self. Research studying our traditional drinks health properties. Guests advisor GP Gill Jenkins, dietitian Dr. Carrie Ruxton and Dr. Tim Broad distill science to share simple lifestyle top tips to get our fitness back on track saying, as our lives become increasingly complex and fast-paced, it's essential to keep focused on our personal well-being. Dr Jenkins explained, tea works on the heart and vessels thanks to its rich content of polyphenols and, and beneficial plant compounds that help to lower blood pressure and fight oxidation, a process that damages our cells if we don't eat enough antioxidant-rich foods. What's good for the heart is also good for the brain. As studies show, drinking tea, especially black tea, can have a positive effect on cognitive function, attention, mind-wandering and focus, mental well-being, stress and mood, and brain blood flow. Even just one or two cups a day provide some benefits. Studies examining associations between tea and heart health suggests the sweet spot for tea drinking is four to five cups a day. Dr Bond confirming. How volunteering can help you into paid employment. Are you looking for paid employment but feel you need to upgrade your skills and build on your experience? Volunteering offers you a chance to gain hands-on experience of working with people in a professional setting and gives you the chance to impress at interviews 
by demonstrating the skills and experience they are asking for. And volunteering looks great on your CV. By talking through what you want to get from volunteering with our advisors, they will be able to suggest which roles would suit you best. You can find us in the Roundhouse, Marlowe's, Hemel Hempstead. There are a number of roles where you could refresh your existing skills. For example, marketing, admin, mentoring, secretarial and finance. You can browse our, for roles on our website, www.support4decorum.org.uk. Citizens Advice Decorum has a number of interesting roles available, and although their roles provide an opportunity for you to share your knowledge and existing skills, you don't need to have any specific experience or qualifications. If you're considering returning to work and are thinking about a career working with children and families, you could build your skills and experience while volunteering for Homestart Hertfordshire as a family mentor. They provide free training course that covers subjects including safeguarding and confidentiality, communication and values, and meeting the needs of children. They also offer reference and CV writing support once you've been volunteering for a minimum of six months. For information on this or any other role, please email volunteering at community-actiondecorum.org.uk or call 247-209. One thousand volunteer as street champions. More than one thousand street champions are now helping to keep the quorum cleaner, greener, and safer. The community volunteers are helping to improve the area by litter picking and reporting issues, including fly tipping. And the champion, champions represent all ages, from decorum's youngest street champion, aged three and teenagers contributing as part of the Duke of Edinburgh's award scheme to retired volunteers. As a volunteer, there is no formal commitment and you can do as much or as little as you like, either in a group or independently. Councillor Graham Barrett, portfolio holder for neighbourhood services at Decorum Borough Council said, we are incredibly grateful for the time given by our street champions whose hard work to help keep their local neighbourhoods tidy is so important and shows a huge amount of dedication. The volunteers are an absolute credit and a valuable asset to our communities and borough and they deserve huge amounts of recognition. If you have time available to help and are interested in joining the Quorum Street Champions team, register online to get your free litter picking equipment at www.decorum.gov.uk forward slash street hyphen champions. As street champions, all volunteers receive a litter picking stick, a high visibility vest, a pair of gloves and a roll of refuse and recycling bags. The council can also provide litter picking equipment for community groups and schools to borrow on a first-come, first-served basis throughout the year. The Great British Spring Clean, 
taking place during March and April 2023 is a great opportunity to organise a litter pick. If you would like to take part and borrow some equipment for a large group, email cleansafegreen at decorum.gov.uk. Get fit while raising money. Members of JJK Fitness in Kings Langley are being encouraged to get even fitter with a special workout to raise money for good causes. The club is holding a JJK Giving Back charity event at its Rutgers Lane Centre on February the 25th with a special guest attending to kick things off. A spokesman on the gym's Instagram page states... It's been two years since our last in-person JJK Giving Back event, so we are hosting a charity event on Saturday, February the 25th. It will be held at our headquarters and we're inviting teams of five to take part. They can be mixed or same-sex with three different levels, including Foundation, Scaled and RX, plus a youth division for those aged from 8 to 15. It will be a fun, com competitive workout where all proceeds will be given to charity. Food and, a social, and social drinks will be on offer, so come and support us. We would love to see you. Members and, members and gym owner Joseph Kelly are running this year's London Marathon for charities including MNDA, Breast Cancer Now, Macmillan Cancer Support, the Bobath Centre, cardiomyopathy and whiz kids. These charities mean an enormous amount to us all, so please support us if you can. As well as the charity competition, the gym will be launching its own special MNDA David Cup. The event, which promises to be the best yet, is open to the public with both adult and youth teams welcome. What's on in the week ahead? Music. The South. Eric Morecambe Centre, Harpenden. February 24th. The band are back on the road performing the songs of that great British pop institution, The Beautiful South. The nine-piece feature former members of The Beautiful South, including singer Alison Wheeler, Visit the South. .co.uk to book. Lost in Music, Grove Theatre, Dunstable, March 4th. Relive some of the greatest songs of all time from artists such as Donna Summer, Gloria Gaynor, Earth, Wind and Fire, Sister Sledge and Chic, all with a live band and singers. Visit grovetheatre.co.uk to book. Comedy. Mark Watson, Old Town Hall, Hemel Hempstead, on February the 24th. At 41, the comic is halfway through his days on Earth, according to the life expectancy calculator app he paid £1.49 for. That life is in the best shape and living memory, but one problem remains, and it really is a huge one. To find out, visit oldtownhall.co.uk to book. Theatre. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Musical, 
Milton Keynes Theatre, February 9th to March the 5th. The devilishly delicious tale of young golden ticket winner Charlie Bucket and the mysterious confectionery wizard Willy Wonka is embarking on its first ever UK tour, featuring memorable songs from the classic 1970s film, as well as a host of new numbers. The musical promises to be chock full of fantastical treats to dazzle the senses. Willy Wonka is played by Gareth Snook, whose many West End theatre credits include Monsieur André in The Phantom of the Opera, Les Miserables and Sunset Boulevard. Visit atgtickets.com to book. The Merchant of Venice, 1936, at Watford Palace Theatre, February the 27th to March the 11th. Presenting Shylock as a woman and placing the action in London in 1936, this production promises a vivid insight into a darker chapter in British history. Fascism is sweeping across Europe and Oswald Mosley's British Union of Fascists threaten a parliamentary march through the Jewish East End. Shylock, a widowed survivor of anti-Semitic pogroms in Russia, hopes to give her daughter Jessica a better life. She runs a pawnbroking business from her house in Cable Street, where Mosley will march. Charismatic heroine Portia and the merchant himself, Antonio, are aristocratic Mosleyites. Tracy Ann Oberman plays Shylock. Visit watfordpalacetheatre.co.uk to book. TV. Military Wives. 2019. Saturday, Channel 4, 9pm. When duty calls and British troops are deploying from Flitcroft military base to Afghanistan, experienced Colonel Richard Greg Wise bids farewell to his wife Kate, Kristen Scott Thomas. The couple are still grieving that the loss of their serviceman's son, so Richard's absence weighs heavily on his wife. Kate fills the emotional void by insensitively stepping on the toes of Social Secretary Lisa, Sharon Horgan, and undermining efforts to the establishing the base's first choir. Following the example of the Whoopi Goldberg film Sister Act, but without the mafia or the god bit, the women find their voices, inspiration, true events. Military Wives is a heartwarming comedy drama of community spirit. Pink Live in the Piano Room and BBC Two at 8.15pm on Saturday. Ten days ago, the American singer-songwriter popped up in the Piano Room segment of Ken Bruce's Radio 2 show, although Gary Davies was standing in for the veteran broadcaster at the time. Now we're getting a chance to see her perform that particular set, which includes her 2012 single, Try, the brand new track, When I Get There, and a cover version of Prince's Nothing Compares to You, which was made famous by Sinead O'Connor, as well as three more songs accompanied by the BBC Concert Orchestra. 
Pink also speaks to Joe Wiley about her career. Family fun. Anton Deck's Saturday night takeaway, ITV, 7pm Saturday. They've enjoyed numerous successes over the years, with game show Limitless Win being their most recent hit, not counting the juggernaut that is I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, of course. But there's something extra special about Saturday Night Takeaway. Perhaps it's because it's broadcast at a time when many of us are letting our hair down after a long week at work. It's the perfect programme to watch if you need help in getting in the mood for an evening out on the tiles, thanks to its upbeat nature. Drama, Endeavour, ITV and STV, 8pm Sunday. Anyone who was hoping the Morse prequel would take us all the way up to 1987 when the original detective drama began is in for disappointment. It's been announced that the new ninth series will be the last and when the first episode opens, we're still only in 1972. However, we are promised that the final three films will tie up some loose ends, including why Morse's mentor, DCI Fred Thursday, Roger Allman, is never mentioned in Colin Dexter's books or the John Thor TV series. Films at the cinema this week include... All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track. Please mention your requirements at the time of booking. National Theatre Live, Othello. An extraordinary new production of Shakespeare's most enduring tragedy, directed by Clint Dyer, with a cast that includes Giles Torreira, Hamilton, Rosie McEwen, The Alienist, and Paul Hilton, The Inheritance. She's a bright, headstrong daughter of a senator, elevated by her status, but stifled by its expectations. He's a refugee of slavery, having risen to the top of a white world. He finds love across the racial lines has a cost. Wed in secret, Desdemona and Othello crave a new life together, but as unseen forces conspire against them, they find their future is not theirs to decide. Othello is filmed live on the Littleton stage at the National Theatre. The Inspection. In Elegance Bratton's deeply moving film, inspired by his own story, a young gay black man rejected by his mother and with few options for his future, decides to join the Marines doing whatever it takes to succeed in a system that would cast him aside. But even as he battles deep-seated prejudice and the gruelling routines of basic training, he finds unexpected camaraderie, strength and support in this new community, giving him a hard-earned sense of belonging that will shape his identity and forever change his life. Titanic, 25th anniversary. Titanic returns to the big screen in remastered 4K 3D from February the 10th. In celebration of its 25th anniversary, a remastered version of James Cameron's multi-Academy Award winning Titanic 
will be re-released in cinemas in 3D, 4K, HDR and high frame rate. With a cast headed by Oscar winners Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, the film is an epic, action-packed romance set against the ill-fated maiden voyage of the unsinkable Titanic. At the time, the largest moving object ever built. Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. I Want to Dance with Somebody is a powerful and triumphant celebration of the incomparable Whitney Houston. Directed by Casey Lemons, written by Academy Award nominee Anthony McCartan, produced by legendary music executive Clive Davis, and starring BAFTA Award winner Naomi Aki, the film is a no-holds-barred portrait of the complex and multifaceted woman behind The Voice. From New Jersey Choir Girl to one of the best-selling and most awarded recording artists of all time, audiences are taken on an inspirational, poignant and so emotional journey through Houston's trailblazing life and career, with show-stopping performances and a soundtrack of the icon's most beloved hits, as you've never heard them before. And now to sport. Basketball. High-flying storm win two more to stay on top. Last week saw Hemelstorm take the short journey to Thames Valley Cavaliers on Saturday and host Essex Rebels on Sunday. Storm were pushed to, pushed to their limits but managed to secure two vital wins to keep their unbeaten streak and top spot. Saturday's games against Cavaliers saw Storm dominate early on and lead by 20 points at half-time before a 25-9 third quarter in favour of Cavaliers saw momentum swim the op swing the opposite way. And with a three-pointer from Manning, the miraculous comeback looked complete. However, Storm fo forced crucial turnovers to secure a hard-fought victory, 80-84. On Sunday, Storm started well again dominating the first quarter 37 to 16 and continued to do so eventually winning 105 to 72. Storm host a top of the table clash against Derby Trailblazers on Saturday at 7 p.m. Top scorers V Cavalier, Aaron Ray 31, Hakeem Sila 22, Seth Swolve 11. Top scorers v Rebels, Aaron Ray, 19, Hakeem Silla, 18, and Sam Newman, 17. Berkhamsted Gymnastics Club celebrates 50 years. A gymnastics club in Berkhamsted celebrated its fantastic achievement of 50 years of coaching. Berkhamsted Gymnastics Clubs first started in Ashland School PE Hall and has grown over the years. The club's coaching academy has seen many ex-gymnasts going on to become coaches. Tony to celebrate four decades of half marathon. 
Entrance for the Berkhamsted Half Marathon will include a man who is running to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the race, four decades after taking part in the inaugural event. Tony Marsh, then aged 21, ran in the inaugural Berkhamsted Half Marathon 40 years ago in 1983. Although not a local resident at the time, his friend's sister-in-law was an organiser, so he signed up for the run. Years later, Tony moved to Berkhamsted, and in 2012, on the 30th anniversary of the event, felt compelled to run again and raise funds to support the Rotary Club and local charities. Eight years later, in 2020, he took to the streets again, in memory of his Club 480 colleague, Paul Adam, who sadly died of cancer that year. Now, four decades since running the first Berkhamsted Half Marathon, Tony knew he had no option but to run again in 2023 to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the race. This year, Tony has decided to raise money for DENS, a local charity close to his heart which supports people facing homelessness and poverty. Tony said, If you had told the 21-year-old me that I would be running the Berkhamsted Half Marathon at the ripe old age of 62, I would not have believed you. To be honest, I'm still not sure I believe it, but given the demand for DEN's services is sadly continuing to increase, I felt that I should at least do a little to help. I am pretty confident I won't be running the 50th anniversary. Fran Martin, head of fundraising at DENS, said, I am amazed at Tony's half marathon journey spanning four decades. Tony has supported DENS for a number of years and it's wonderful that he is raising sponsorship for us at the Berkhamsted Half. DENS has seen an increase of 54% of people requiring food parcels at our food bank and Tony's fundraising will go a long way to help us meet the demand we are facing. We wish Tony and all the other runners a great day. The event takes place on March 5th. In football, Hemel Hempstead Town went into their home game of Chippenham on Tuesday night, the 21st, aiming to bounce back from a disappointing loss at the weekend. The Tudors were beaten 3-0 at bottom of the table Hungerford Town on Saturday, their first league defeat since New Year's Day. The Chippenham game was played after this week's Gazette went to press, but Hemel boss Brad Quinton was unhappy with what he'd seen three days previously. He said, I learned a lot about the team. I'll take full responsibility in terms of to play the conditions and to play the team and to lose 3-0 to a team who are fighting for their lives when we're supposedly going the other way. Performances like that, especially in the second half, having had a good team talk at half-time, telling them what we need to do to fix it, and then after five minutes to concede in the manner we did, is not acceptable. But this is all part of the process, the players learning and also understanding me and looking at themselves and it's my responsibility to talk to them and to be honest in terms of whether they've played well. We've got lots of games coming thick and fast now, and we've got to roll our sleeves up. 
The guys are now worried whether they're going to be in the changing room on Tuesday, so that's for me to select and for me to look at. Hemel then hosts third-placed Havant and Waterlooville on Saturday before travelling to Welling United on Tuesday night. Berkhamsted continued their title push in SPL Division 1 with a narrow 1-0 win at home to Biggleswade in front of a bumper crowd of 351. The winner didn't come until 10 minutes from time and it was from the penalty spot. A neat one-two between Ryan Blake and Jonathan Lacey saw Lacey tripped in the penalty area by the keeper and he was given the chance to score the winner from the spot kick. He went down the middle, sending the keeper the wrong way to spark wild celebrations as Berkhamsted made their dominance count. Burko now go to Wellingarden City on Saturday uh, before hosting Tame United next Tuesday night, aiming to extend their 12-point lead at the top of the table, also having two games in hand on the second place. Three added minutes. Discover a different take on football matters at a new website from National World. It's distinctive and funny, but not afraid to tackle the most sensitive subjects head-on. In this saturated football content space, three added minutes is something different, an extension of the normal 90 minutes of reporting. Visit three, that's a number, threeaddedminutes.com. We've now come to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are sunrise 7am, sunset 17.30, giving 10 hours and 30 minutes of daylight. We currently have a waxing crescent moon. If you would like to give us any feedback or you have a news story or known of an event taking place soon that you think would be suitable for our listeners, please get in touch by email to secretary at dtnhemmel.org.u or call and leave a message on telephone number 01442 927 123. For those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhemmel.org.uk. For those who are listening to this week's news via the memory stick, after the music there is the amenities section that gives details of various group and contact details of organisations. So until next time, it's goodbye from all tonight's team. Thank you.